thank you for tuning into the short stacks i'm lisa quintero young adult librarian and i'm nick Barron, patron and sometimes volunteer this is our first show of 2021 and this is a show where we talk to you about what we've been reading listening to or watching but first library news so we've got quite a few different things coming up. We officially started our Read Woke Challenge on January 4th, and I talked about that on our last episode a bit. You can register for the Read Woke Challenge at showwoodlibrary.org on our website. And if you go to the Explore tab, Read Woke is on the list there, and you can just click on it, and it'll take you to a uh, website or one of our pages that has a bunch of book lists, recommended book lists. You don't have to read the books off of those lists. You can read anything that fits into the category that you are choosing to read. Um, there are 10 total categories that you can read from, and you have eight months to complete the program since it goes until August 31st of 2021. So be sure to sign up for that. Uh, we also have a few different things coming up. So next week on Tuesday, Miss Heidi will be doing a rhyme time on the 12th at 9 a.m. online. And we have Art Gart to go as normal on Wednesday the 13th and the 20th. We also have a family fun night to go bag on the 19th. And the 19th is also the first of the Reggie Jackson Do Black Lives Matter programs, which I spoke about on the last episode as well. And you can register for those through our calendar at shorelibrary.org. And it's a four part series. And I just actually registered for all four of them and I'm excited to listen to Reggie talk about the history of Black folks in America. So the first one is going to be an introduction to the historical devaluation of Black lives on the 19th, and it's going to be over Zoom. We also have another online story time on Thursday, February 20, or January, February. I'm already talking February, no. <laughs> <laughs> January 21st at 9 a.m. And on uh, the 21st, we also have our AM book club with Miss Haley at 11 a.m. And that Friday, we will have another Grow Up Take and Make kit. I'm not exactly sure what the project is this month. I um, looked. I'm sure it'll be exciting. What is it? It, it, is, it is a clay pinch pot. Um, oh. Pick up a kit to make a clay pinch pot, no kill needed. And it immediately made me think about how um, when I was a young man, uh, how in the 80s, instead of something like a clay pinch pot, which I don't know exactly what that is, mm -hmm. I remember being, you know, eight years old or 10 years old and being taught how to make an ashtray. And oh, <laughs> And with like with like the rolled up clay and like the long little snake and then you like snake it around. Is yeah, and yeah, and then, and then you would turn, turn up the sides and then you put little little divots so that some yes. you could put their cigarette in. Just, just uh, the eighties. Yeah, just think about that for a second. A ten year old making an ashtray. Um. So yeah, uh, that was the first thing I thought of. I'm sure you're not making an ashtray. Um, but I'm not sure exactly what the clay pinch pot is. Also, the other thing. Is Oh, what were you going to say? I assume it would be just a pot that, you know, you could either put trinkets in or maybe put a plant in. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, and then the other thing that I wanted to mention is that uh, all of the Zoom links are actually in the uh, events. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. And the first, the first Black Lives Ma Do Black Lives Matter session with Reggie Jackson has all four of the links. And so if you want to attend all four of the sessions, you have to register for each one of them separately. Um, and that, I think, is the only calendar entry that has all four of the links, so you don't have to um, go looking for the other ones. Very good. Sorry, I interrupted you. What were you were you going to say? Something else about the links? Oh, I was just going to say so that you can you can already, instead of having that panic moment where you're like, oh, I wanted to do this thing, but I don't know where the link is. 
the link <clears throat> right on the calendar, right in the right in the entry. Just click on the day and and the uh, the event and right there. And I, I almost forgot we have one other exciting bit of library news. Uh, the Friends of the Shore Public Library have agreed to fund some Wi-Fi hotspots for us to check out to patrons and we will actually be rolling those out at the end of January at some point so keep an eye out for those. Um, they will allow you to have internet access at home. You'll be able to check them out for three weeks and I will talk more about them on a future episode but I am very very excited because this is something that I have wanted us to do for a long time. So very exciting stuff. <laughs> Accessibility for, for everyone. Yes, bridging the digital divide for all those folks who, you know, have a lack of internet access this year because either they lost their jobs or just, you know, internet's expensive. I mean, not everybody can afford it, but all right. And so let's you won't go. Have to, won't have to sit outside of Collectivo in your car trying <laughs> to get internet access. Yes, exactly. Or the library. We, you know, right yeah. now we have so occasionally people and it's too cold, you know, to, to sit outside the library right now and try to get our Wi-Fi. It's very frustrating, but yeah. All right, so let's move on to From the Sticks, which is going to be a little bit different today. Since it is January, uh, Nick and I are going to be talking about our annual goals. Um, so I will let you start, Nick. Okay. So I conceive, conceived of wanting to talk about this because... The library has a lot of different resources that are accessible to, to everyone that are trying to um, meet their New Year's resolutions. You know, mm -hmm. you, you normally think of think of New Year's resolutions and people, you know, getting a, uh, a membership at Outpost or the River West Co-op or them getting uh, getting a membership at a gym. And that's how they try to resolve their eating better and exercising more and all the things that we kind of think of as our new year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, I wanted to think about the things that I wanted to accomplish this year and how the library could help. Okay. Um, so some of the things that are on my list, um, I wanted to read at least six physical books this year. Uh, okay. This, this past year, um, a lot of the books that we talked about, we listened to. Um, mm -hmm. and I, I think there is a, a definite, even though it's sometimes much slower for me um, to read physical books, especially because I, I get very distracted or sometimes get tired. Um, mm -hmm. uh, there is a, there's something deliberate about reading a book as opposed to listening to a book and doing something else. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so no, I feel like you can, you can reflect more on, on, you know, I, I know when I read a physical book, I tend to take more time reflecting on the words and what is being said than when I'm listening to a book. Yep. And so like something like when I read, when I read uh, the shock doctrine by Naomi, Naomi Klein a number of years ago, it was the type of thing where it was very dense. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, it was a page turner because I just wanted to know what happened next. Um, mm -hmm. and, and mind you, this is a, a, a political book, but at the same, at the same time, it was, <laughs> it was like, I like, it was just so riveting. Um, and, uh, though I listened to, um, no is not enough, um, for any, from Naomi Klein this year. And it, it like, it was a, a thing that I'm really glad that I listened to. It also was a, a, uh, a thing that I did while like doing the dishes and things like that. And so I don't think that I absorbed as much of the information in no is not enough as I did with the shock doctor. Um, gotcha. So yeah. So I, um, so, and I think 
like listening to a novel um, is different than listening to a political book because with a novel, I'm just enjoying the experience. Whereas mm-hmm. something like like a political a book on politics, I I am I want to walk away remembering that knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. and I I feel the same way with the stuff that I read and and. You know, I tend to try to read physical books more for nonfiction, unless it's something that's, you know, more of like an entertainment nonfiction, like that book that I read uh, or listened to this year, the about the Tatamara, the Born to Run. That mm-hmm. one, you know, I listened to because I felt like it was something that didn't necessarily have information that I needed to remember. Whereas, like, I physically read a book on the seven principles of physics earlier this year because it was something that I was like, I actually want to learn these concepts and know them, um, and so. You know, reading them, like, you know, there have been studies that show that that reading things kind of cements them in your brain or writing things down also cements them in your brain. So absolutely. Yeah. So um, my reading goal. So actually, you know, this year I'm not setting a ton of goals for myself. I set up normally I set a bunch of goals for myself every year at the beginning of the year in January. And in 2020, I did that. And, you know, 2020 turned out to be this 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 thing that we all survived <laughs> it was, it was a very unpredictable year very unpredictable year uh and so most of my goals for 2020 didn't get accomplished and since we're still in the middle of all of this i decided not to set any like hard concrete goals for myself really this year um other than my reading goal um every year i set the reading goal of reading at least 52 books so that is one book per week and last year i came so close i read 51 um, so hopefully this year I will make it to 52 and I've already read my first book for my goals and I have also signed up for the Read Woke Challenge as part of my, my reading goals because um, I would like to read more voices other than the ones that I normally read. Um, and so I'm looking forward to venturing off into some stuff that I might not normally pick up. Uh, so I'm excited about that. So what's next on your list of goals, Nick? Actually, uh, going going back to uh, physical books, I figured I, I don't I don't know if you want the world to know, but uh, mm-hmm. um, we are current. Uh, Lisa and I are currently uh, alternating chapters reading Little Women, mm-hmm. and uh, um, this is has like at first the 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 first chapter that I read aloud, um, I got kind of frustrated because I was stumbling over the language because the mm-hmm. language is language is a little archaic. Um, but I'm actually kind of excited to read the next chapter because I'd like to get better with with adapting to the the flow and cadence of different time periods because I think it'll make my writing better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was something that uh, even though that didn't fall under, uh, you know, necessarily the read at least six physical books. It is actually reading six physical books, even if I'm only reading half of it, if we're alternating chapters. But still, <laughs> I, 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 I still think that's it's it's a kind of an interesting exercise, and I'm I'm kind of excited to continue with it. Yeah, um, yeah we're. What were you gonna say? I was just just agreeing. I was I was gonna spoil one of our next episodes, but I'll I'll let people wait and see what we we do with that little woman reading. Yeah. Um. And so um. And that ties into uh. Um. Working on work-life balance and so Mm -hmm. um one of the things like when uh when i was a retail manager everything was nights and weekends and i couldn't you know seem to to attain that work-life balance and then i Mm -hmm. left retail management and 
um, am focusing on starting my own business. And once again, like, even though I, enjoy, I, I don't have the stress and I enjoy the work, I do so much more at the same mm -hmm. time, I find myself, um, not necessarily, you know, prioritizing everything in my life in a balanced way. Um, mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, I gotta, you know, do this thing to, to, uh, make this, this business successful. And so, mm -hmm. Um, I don't have anything written, written down as to any of the resources at the library that I'm going to use, but, you know, something like reading, you know, reading aloud to each other, I think kind of falls under the, the, uh, the work-life balance, mm -hmm. make, make, making time. Is there any, any, anything that, uh, what's, what's next on your, uh, on your list? So the next thing on my list is actually a general goal about creativity. Oh. Um, and so I actually started off this year. There's a woman that I follow on Twitter and Instagram named Shannon Downey. And she started this challenge called the, the Make Don't Break Challenge because um, she is, was a professor at Columbia University in Chicago and or Columbia College, Columbia College in Chicago. And she is a fiber artist. And so she has you know, as, as the coronavirus hit, she was in the process of resigning from her job because she was going to go on this tour around the country to promote this project that she was involved with called Rita's Quilt. And, you know, coronavirus hit and she wasn't able to do any of this stuff. But she found that over the, the months that, you know, people that she knew that were making things were more mentally stable than you know people that she do that weren't because it gives you know a creative outlet kind of keeps you centered and grounded sometimes and so mm -hmm. so i signed up for her challenge for january which is her uh, it's called the make don't break challenge and i've been doing some drawing because i started taking some drawing lessons at the beginning of 2020 and i've been doing some sewing and doing a bunch of different i do i have a lot of different hobbies i knit i i crochet i um I'm really into creative work. And so I am excited about pursuing a lot of my creative pursuits this year in order to, um, you know, stay sane, basically. And mm -hmm. I've actually been using the library for this. So I checked out a few books. Um, one book that you've seen me drawing from the last few weeks for some of my, because every day you're supposed to post something for the Make Don't Break Challenge. And so I've been doing a lot of pencil sketches. Um, Nick actually bought me some some graphite pencils for the holidays and um so i checked out a book called 101 textures in graphite pencil and then i've also checked out one called 101 Te textures in colored pencil because i've done colored pencil work before um but hadn't really done a lot of graphite pencil and i also checked out some books on how to draw and paint in pastels because that's what i've been doing in my art class and mm. um you know looking to to use these books to further my creative pursuits i also Checked out a knitting book because I really want to make myself a poncho because it's often cold in the library and it's often cold at home in the winter. And I ended up buying myself a poncho, even though I know how to knit and could easily make myself one earlier this year. So I have one here at the library, but I want to make one. So I have one at home as well. That's, so that's, that's, not, a, that's not a good selling point for the library. The library is frequently cold. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, right now there's no bodies in the building. It's I just know. us, and we have the door open because we're doing curbside, and so we got you know our circulation team, and and our, sometimes us librarians are running in and out delivering stuff to people's cars or to the lobby, and so it's just always freezing in here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
which I actually, I, you know me, I'm, I, I get cold in, in August. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Um, but uh, I will probably also, um, even though I didn't write it down on my list, one of the things that I actually wrote down on a different list is that um, I've been trying to work on my own drawing and also uh, the nerdy pursuit of dungeon cartography. Um, and uh, I've been putting a lot of, uh, a lot of energy into that. And I, I think that textures book would be a, a really uh, good book for me to uh, the projects in that uh, drawing book would be a good thing for me to mess with. Cause uh, yeah. Yeah. You've um, seen it. It's like, I, did, I got to do rusted steel. I've done an animal eye. I've done a human eye. I've done some um, like uh, human lips, um, you know, and just all the different little textures that you can can put into these things um with yeah. using a variety of pencils it's it's pretty amazing yeah yeah no it's it, it, it's uh, and i like the way that it, it it breaks it down into stages i thought it's a it's a cool book highly highly <laughs> recommend um <laughs> yeah so that uh, one is 101 textures in graphite and charcoal so the next thing on my list um so i have dabbled with learning spanish on and off for years and one of the things that I find, like I took a uh, um, Milwaukee Rec Department class a few years ago to try and learn conversational Spanish. And one of the things that, that I've reflected on in the last few years is that a lot of times I have to, like you will say something in Spanish. Lisa is, is fluent in Spanish. Um, it was the first language Lisa I learned. Will say, Yes. So Lisa is fluent in Spanish and she will say something to me in Spanish. And um, I can't pick out, like, I can't visualize the word. Mm -hmm. um, so, so sometimes she will say a word and I will ask her to spell it because of the fact that um, I can't pick out the, the nuances of, of the sounds. Mm -hmm. um, I, this is largely probably because of playing in bands for 20 years and just absolutely destroying my hearing. Mm. Um, but, um, but so I, I've been trying to think of strategies for learning Spanish. And one of the uh, things that I, I did a, a, a quick look to see if there was anything I, I, I typed into, uh, into uh, Google, learn basic written Spanish and came across uh, Spanish Short Stories for Beginners by Mariana Ferrer. And um, it basically is a book of short stories, but it breaks them down. One, th the idea is to teach people to be able to learn words by context of the words around them. Mm -hmm. um, and it also puts words and explanations of, of things in parentheses throughout the stories to help you learn as you read. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, you know, I don't know if this is going to be the magic bullet. Um, but I think being able to read something without necessarily having to have Lisa break it down for me, have somebody else be breaking it down for me as I'm reading it, um, might be a really useful tool for me to be able to expand my Spanish vocabulary. Yeah. It's interesting, because as, as somebody who learned, you know, both Spanish and English kind of simultaneously because my parents spoke to us in Spanish and then we lived with my grandmother who only speaks English. And so, um, you know, she would speak to us in English. I don't, I don't remember learning language. And then, you know, as I got older, when I took French in, in middle school and high school, 
um, it just came easy. And I think it's just because my brain was wired differently from being multilingual from when I was tiny, you know? So sometimes it's hard for me to, when you explain how you have to visualize words or things like that, sometimes it's hard for me because that's not how I, it's not how I process language. Um, yeah. But we're each, you know, we each learn differently and stuff. But yeah, I wonder if that has to do with the fact that I learned kind of two languages at once. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I think it probably has to do with that. But also, you know, once again, the 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 fact that my my ears just can't pick out the yeah, nuances. Yeah, the sounds. Yeah, yeah, because of, of your hearing. Sounds. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. my own fault. <laughs> in, the, in the 80s, we didn't wear earplugs. Yeah. And so I still often don't wear earplugs. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then once you kids, know, kids wear earplugs. Wear earplugs. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know my hearing is starting to go not. And, you know, we both watch TV and stuff. I, I've started watching TV with you with, with subtitles, but now I find that I actually need the subtitles more than I used to because my hearing also is starting to go from not wearing earplugs at loud rock concerts. But yeah. And then once you, you know, once you get with your short stories and stuff, you can also always use mango or uh some of the apps that we offer through the library for continuing to improve your, your speaking and pronunciation as well yeah which which i'm, I'm going to look up which episode we talked about that <laughs> um so while, while while you are uh while you while i'm looking that up you can tell us about your next thing on your list so yeah, my next general goal is a fitness one so every year i try to you know do some stuff for fitness and in 2020 that kind of fell apart because normally i you know i belong to a gym and um, normally I do things that like classes and stuff, cause I have problems motivating myself to do things on my own. And so one of my goals that I started at the end of 2020 was to motivate myself to do more things on, on my own. And so, um, Nick has been joining in on a few of the things and that has helped kind of keep this going, but I've been waking up early every morning and trying to either have like a, a cardio day or like a yoga day. And so I alternate and because I'm not going to classes because they're not being offered right now or, or the ones that are, you know, are, are via zoom and it just doesn't feel the same. Um, I've been checking out a lot of DVDs from the library. So I checked out a uh, yoga DVD that we or a couple yoga DVDs. Um, and we've been doing yoga with the DVDs. And then I also um, recently checked out and ended up buying for myself uh, this arrow bar video which is a combination of boxing and bar, which is like a uh, ballet that or it's like a workout that incorporates ballet and Pilates. Um, and I had been taking bar classes at Danceworks in Milwaukee uh, a couple of years ago before I had an injury. And so I, uh, I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. And I brought it home and man, is it a workout. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and Nick was like, hesitant about it because I think he was like you know yeah. LA uh, what what are you yeah, I, 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 let me let me break it down from my perspective okay so so Lisa brings home this DVD and says this is something that I I, I want us to try and I, I look at it and it says it's a mix of ballet and boxing it doesn't say Pilates <laughs> this is ballet and boxing and I'm like I don't know about this <laughs> and so so we put it on and it has this painfully long intro um <laughs> the intro is very long. and yeah and we get we get through the intro and i'm like okay you know what you know what what can we expect from this what can we expect from this and we got through so it's broken into i think it's 11 rounds 12, 11 rounds i thought it was 12 I think rounds. It's 11 rounds um okay 
it's it's broken into 11 or 12 rounds um and you know you start off with you know like learning learning your uh southpaw stance versus whatever the other stance is which are boxing stances mm-hmm. and you um, learn you learn learning. how to like dodge and dodge punches and you learn how to how to do a uh, like straight punch versus an uppercut yeah and so so you're you're doing these these boxing moves and then it also is teaching you like like how to like stand up on your toes because you're learning um, you're learning like first position and second position from ballet yes and so so i'm like okay you know you know i i can feel this i'm feeling this in my body (laughs) um and then you're doing squats while standing on your toes (laughs) and then like moving from like leg to leg and my god what a workout (laughs) and so we this most of the yoga dvds um the sessions are about 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and this the the 11 or 12 rounds is it's a 50 minute dvd Hmm. and we have not made it all the way through all 50 minutes yet and we've only done Um, about half of it in each session that we've done yeah yeah like the the last time we we sort of we went through all of the rounds without skipping anything yeah but we also did like there were points where we just like sat down, got a glass of water, <laughs> like because. And this was this is a workout that you will feel for days after. <laughs> um, and so yeah, I unless you're in really good shape, I, maybe if you're a boxer or like that ballerina yeah. who's teaching us. I mean, the muscles on her man, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but so long long story short, you know, we we think of, you know, sometimes we we shortchange these you know workout dvds uh but if you actually you know put the time in and and follow some of these they can give you an exceptional workout um so arrow bar you get two thumbs up from me <laughs> yeah though i thought you were really weird at first <laughs> like i said i ended up ended up buying a copy for us because i was like i want to have this and, and it's really good but yeah and then also um I've been doing a lot of dance because, like I said, I took a lot of dance classes before I had this injury, and um, I've been doing a lot of dance videos through YouTube, and so I decided to start checking some dance videos out from the library because of the thing that's frustrating about YouTube when you're doing the dance videos, because I've done some Zumba and some, like, Bollywood dancing and some various ones, is that, like, halfway through the workout, you get these ads, and so your your workout is interrupted, and it's just annoying, so... um, Sam, I actually requested a Bollywood dance video and a Zumba one to try out because I'm sick of ads on YouTube. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's basically what I'm doing with my fitness stuff. You know, eventually I'd like to go back to classes because I, I like the interactiveness of them and I like, you know, I feel more motivated in them. But I, I, I feel pretty good so far. Like we've been doing this since like the beginning of December and I feel like, you know, we've been doing well with it and hopefully we can stick with it. Yeah, no, I, I I've... I've been enjoying it. So, um, so going back to uh, uh, learning basic written Spanish, uh, episode seven was where we talked about world languages at the library. Um, so I highly recommend that if you want to know more about the resources available for learning, uh, learning uh, different uh, languages, go back and check out episode seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the next thing on my list was eating better. Mm-hmm. And so the uh, the joint uh, holiday gift that Lisa got us was a combination air fryer and 
I got us an Instapot. I got us an Instapot that's Instapot also a fryer. So you can do pressure cooking, you can do air frying, you can do all sorts of things. And it's awesome. Yeah. So so I have not used it yet. And so I, I need to need to learn how to use it. But um, one of the things, uh, you know, eating better, I have two problems in life. One is that if I'm in a hurry, I will default to either just eating chocolate or eating out. <laughs> Um, and, uh, sometimes combining both into the same thing, um, mm -hmm. oftentimes. So, um, you know, at various points, we've done things like a sugar cleanse or done this or done that. And then I always default. There's a couple of things that I want to do this year. Like I'm going to teach myself how to make my own granola. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. I know like a couple of years ago when we first were doing, or not first, but we were, we were doing a lot more slow cooker recipes during the winter because we wanted more soups and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I checked out a cookbook from the library and on the vegan slow cooker but instapot just makes everything so much faster it's like i make you know some black beans in 20 minutes it's amazing without having like soaked them overnight yep. or like you know whereas before i used to soak them overnight and then put them in the in the slow cooker and then they cooked in the slow cooker all day while i was at work and then i got home and then we could eat them but now it's like 20 minutes they're done yep for sure yep. yeah i'd also like to eat healthier so yeah i've i've uh you know also been interested in learning more about the air frying portion of it. Um, that's, you know, we, we both love our fried foods. I am a big French fry person. And uh, <laughs> you love your tan foods. I do love my tan foods. <laughs> <laughs> Fries, you know, fake chicken nuggets, you know, anything that is tan. <laughs> Macaroni and cheese. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, so so you know, I figured an air fryer, you know, you still use maybe a little bit of oil, but it's not as bad as deep frying everything. So we'll see we'll see how it turns out, and hopefully this helps us both out um, in terms of eating healthier. And I'm excited to check out some cookbooks and get some more recipes uh, from the library as well as online to do that. Sure. Um, I still have one more thing on my list. Do you have anything else on your list? I think that was everything on my list. So go ahead. Yeah. So the the last thing. You know, I talk talk a lot about gaming, um, at least in asides in various episodes. And one of the things that I think people would be surprised to know is that I do not play the current edition of Dungeons and Dragons, um, D and D five e. Um, we dabbled with it uh, probably about five years ago, and I haven't touched it since. It was longer because it was when we played with our friends in Chicago. So that would have been no. We've been here for six remember, years. Remember, I tried running it right when we moved when we moved here. Oh yeah, you did. That's yep. right. Okay, yeah, we, never mind. We, 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 so that would have been like six years. Yeah, ago. exactly. Yeah. So so anyway, so I started to learn five E, and then I got frustrated with it because it wasn't wasn't the D and D that I remember. I, I learned how to play D and D in the eighties and played through the the eighties and into the early nineties, um, and so I ended up you know, dabbling with other systems and found a, a system called Dungeon Crawl Classics. Mm. And somehow I got, I got tapped um, to uh, um, work on a project that involves 5e. Um, and so one of the things that, uh, one, I am going to be uh, playing with a group in about, starting in about two weeks, um, playing 5e, and then uh, I got tapped for this project. And so... Uh, it should should be should be a reminder that uh, both for adults and teens, there are all of the core uh, rule books for Dungeons and Dragons Five E at the Shorewood Public Library. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, so I will be taking out uh, the monster manual because I need to uh, to uh, brush up on how the formatting and all that is done for uh, the 5e monsters so that I can then convert them to Dungeon Crawl Classics because this is going to be a project that I'm going to be working on. So Very good. So yeah. Um, yeah, the, the library, it's got so much stuff. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, lots of stuff to help you out with your whatever your goals are or if you're like me and you don't have any concrete goals, but just some general things that you're like, you know, I want to be better at this. Um, you can you can find resources here, whether you know you're like Nick and you've got structure to your goals, or whether you're just like, all right, what can I potentially accomplish this year? <laughs> you said that with such like sadness. What can I possibly accomplish this year? Little little Eeyore action. Yeah, well, you know, 2020, <laughs> 2020 was rough. Um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what twenty twenty one brings. It hasn't been off to the greatest start. <laughs> yes, but, but <laughs> if, if, if we go into it with that positive <laughs> New Year's resolution kind of mentality, we can take on this year and uh, you know come away better for it. So yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That's that's my take. Yeah, no, and I mean obviously I'm doing some stuff. You know, I'm like I like that's part of why I sign up for the make don't break challenge. Cause it's a, it's the whole month of January. And I'm like, all right, if I can do a whole month of creating stuff every day, you know, that should keep me going forward throughout the rest of the year. You know, I don't, I don't think I'll make it the whole year making something every day, but um, you know, it'll hopefully get me into a, a habit of going to, to my spaces where I work on stuff and, and, you know, getting into the habit of just, setting aside time, you know, just like you talked about, it's kind of like a work-life balance thing, you know, making sure that, mm -hmm. that I create time. Cause you know, I, one thing that I struggle with is, um, I feel like I have pretty good work-life balance, but I, one thing I struggle with sometimes in my life balance is setting aside time for myself. Um, because you and I do a lot of stuff together or I do a lot of stuff, you know, socially when before coronavirus or even now with coronavirus, you know, I do a lot of like online gaming or, or we do trivia online or you know, I'm, I'm always setting aside time for other people and I don't often set aside time for myself. So one thing that I want to be better about in 2021 and going into this, this new decade is making sure I set aside time for myself because this last year really taught me that I need to do that in order to recharge because with all the stress and everything, my batteries have just been drained. And, and um, you know, I found that the more, I, I set aside some time for myself, either whether it's to read or to work on whatever it is that I want to work on that, you know, that, where I'm not beholden to anybody else for anything during that time is, um, is important. So. Yeah, for sure. All right. It, it looks to me like we've gone way over time. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so we should, we should wrap this up. Is, is there, is there any, uh, any note that you want to end on? Uh, no, I just, uh, I guess I'm just curious if anybody has any goals of their own that they'd like to share with us, feel free to email us at the shorewoodstacks at gmail.com or contact us via our social media channels. We are on Facebook and Twitter. Um, and yeah, just uh, look forward to, to continuing to share our library knowledge with you this year. And we will catch you on the next podcast. So until next time, thanks for listening and be well.
The Shorts Decks is produced by Lisa Quintero and Nick Barron for the Short Public Library. Music for this episode is by Kevin McLeod and is called Ice Flow and can be found at incompetech.com.